0: Well, as the world mourns the passing of one of the world's greatest satirists, iconic Australian entertainer, Barry Humphreys. That's who passed away, of course, in hospital on Saturday at the age of 89. He was a trailblazer, a comedic genius, a legend, spending seven decades in show business. Leading the tributes, the King of England, our Prime Minister a-listers and everyday people just grateful for all the laughs everybody for more we're joined by journalists joe hildebrand and Suzanne austin from our canberra studios hi guys joe what did barry Humphreys teach the world i was you thinking reckon? about this
1: question i'm not sure he wanted to teach the world anything i think he just wanted to make the world laugh it was just yeah. incredibly funny he did inadvertently teach us stuff, he made us learn to, that we were ridiculously stuck-up, pontificating, mm. Wowserish backwater country, which he desperately <laughs> wanted to escape from. The first thing he did, I think, was um, when he was a schoolboy, he used to do pranks on people on the tram from Camberwell right. to Melbourne, which is a very sort of staid, middle-class suburb, and that was the world that he just loved to take the piss mm. out of. Um, he was everything, he was incredible. His favourite character wasn't Dame Edna at all, it was Les Patterson. Yeah, right. Um, because he just loved letting it rip, and if you look at some of the Les Patterson clips, especially the ones on Parky, he is <laughs> so funny, he, and it's just completely unrepeatable as well. Like he had, he had to get into char- he had to create these characters so he could say the things that he wanted to say. Right. Um, he was, he was beyond. He was our Ricky Gervais. He was our Dave Chappelle. He was the greatest of all time. I think. Nice.
0: Man. So we uh, will bring you in here, best known for his alter egos Dame Edna Everage to Les Patterson. Um, Maybe his humour overstepped the PC mark or as that mark stands today. Where where do we think this sits in in where, you know, is is there a place for this type of comedy?
2: In the canon, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Look, I mean, it was in context over 60 years and you have to reflect on the mood and the culture back then and, and, you know, the sacred cows that once were skewered routinely. Dame Edna and her longtime manager, Barry Humphreys, skewered every provincial pomposity, insecurity, um, held a mirror up, as we've held, uh, heard from so many friends, to our, our real selves. The ability to laugh at ourselves is what the stuff of life is made of. And one of my favourite uh, clips, Joe just said lots, you cannot air in this time slot, uh, is one with Parky, with Dame Judy Dench and Sharon Osborne. And they're talking about how Dame Edna is a great support of celebrities, and in particular Ali McBeal and the star of that. That Calista Flockhart.
1: No one did it better. When you have
2: two dames there and Sharon Osbourne, who is a woman who knows her own mind and loves a bloody big pin and a balloon to pop and a classy act like Michael Parkinson and ruled the roost, had them on the floor, that is comedy gold. And no one is too precious to be able to say, you know what, I can laugh at my fo- foibles. I saw her on stage when I was heavily pregnant, when we were living in New York City in 1999 And I thought, gosh, this is going to be interesting, a Broadway show, a room full of Americans. Well, they absolutely lapped it up. Dame Edna sucked the air out of any room she was in. And, you know, particularly eviscerating to to the latecomers, to women of a certain age, to bald men. But, you know, equal opportunity skewering was what Barry Humphries, Edna, <laughs> and Les Patterson were all about. Fantastic, mm, yeah, Valet.
0: All right, let's move on guys. And a team from the University of South Australia has analyzed the top 100 accounts of fitness influencers on Instagram. And what they've discovered is that two thirds of their content was not credible. <gasps> no. Sue's, on top of manipulating <laughs> their images, the post promoted unrealistic body images, mm. along with quotes that encouraged excessive attitudes towards diet and exercise. So should influencers be subject to tougher rules and regulations? You reckon?
2: Yeah, I reckon why not? I mean, the rest of the world is. Why is online special? And we have to really drill down deeply and look at who these influencers are. What are their credentials? Maybe the ACCC needs a TikTok wellness team or a task force for inter, inter, in, um, Instagram difficulties because, you know, a lot of our kids are watching this stuff. And because they're people that they like, they think are celebrities and stars, they think they're, they're, um, what they're putting out, their content, is gold. And it's actually not. It's incredible incredibly damaging. We didn't have it when we were growing up, so we had that more kind of ability to, to be a little bit suspect, and particularly as journalists, Joe, you and I, mm. we always think, question everything, and who is the source? Our kids don't have that as much anymore. Something's got to be done, because it's dangerous territory. Joe, is the onus on us to think critically?
1: Yeah, critical I mean, I, 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 I think see. you can say regulate them or whatever. You're never going to be able to. The internet is always going to be one mm. step ahead of all of us as parents or consumers. We've just got to... I don't... Here's, here's an idea. Why don't we have a regulation to stop us all being morons? To stop us all being gullible, dimwits who just suck all this stuff yeah. in. We've got to teach people to. How would you to, police that, one, to, shot? to be smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, it's just me waving a placard in <laughs> the street, just going up to people, be <laughs> hey, stop being stupid. Um, but yeah, the old um, the old the old axiom is that you can't legislate against stupidity. My response to that is, has anyone tried? <laughs> like come on let's let's <laughs> give it a go but you, you do you have to say, and this is the whole thing you have to and, and again you look at Dame Edna and you just look at how free she was in that mm. clip while everyone else was like what, 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 what. You've got if, if you have people who can think critically can consume things can look yeah. at stuff without getting offended can look at stuff without thinking oh this is the gospel truth and can spot a fake when they see one mm. then you've actually solved all those problems so everything starts with actually just the, the viewer not the viewed okay, not the person okay. who's doing it
0: well finally shrinkflation strikes again here we go Tim Tam fans oh. expressing oh. outrage online over the deluxe dark chocolate mint flavour the original flavour contains 11 biscuits, but the deluxe range contains only 8. No way. Yeah, no. despite packaging size being the same. Uh, Joe, uh, this is duplicitous, been, I believe. Why are they only putting 8 <laughs> in the more deluxe? Is it because it has more chocolate and Kylie, so it's going to cost don't you more? Say,
1: we were just talking, they're doing it for your own good. What do you mean? They're, they 've realized so can look
0: that like the they 've
1: realized that Tim Tams are causing heart disease diabetes, so they 're doing your you a favor by giving you less of them thank you it 's like a cigarette company saying yeah, hey, we 've just realized our products are killing you so we 're going to make them in packets of twenty now instead of twenty five so we should You're be welcome australia yeah. that 's right. right thank you thank you, Aunt. but also the thing is, the genius of the original Tim Tam packaging yeah. was that it was the most indivisible number ever ever created right, by humankind. Right, right. Like, unless you've got a party of 11, which, as far as I'm aware, has never happened in humankind, <laughs> you can't divide a packet of Tim Tams equally. So the whole joy of the Tim Tams is that someone would always get an extra one, and now they've just ruined their own magic. <laughs> ruined the whole thing. Suze? Maybe will buy
0: two packets now. Just to... Suze, I'm yeah. sitting on a couch with two very, very cranky people. Mm. Yeah, what I noticed.
2: Think? Oh, I love a Tim Tam. I mean, isn't this a case of caveat emptor or buy a beware? We know that things are getting more expensive for less of it. And, I mean, you can't see inside the pack of the Tim Tam. When I know, when I was a poor uni student, I used to save the packaging and put my earrings. That was my sort of jewellery thing to keep them all separated and it worked. Um, love oh, a Tim Tam. Yeah. Not prepared to pay more for, for things that are fewer. I mean, look at those party family bags of chips. They're enormous. You think, oh, that'll do the kids. You open it and three quarters of it is air. So I guess they're air fried chips, are they? We love an air fryer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh, no, I don't know. I, I think everything is, is bad in the commercial world now. People People are trying to make more of a profit for less of what we want. Uh, be careful what you buy. And, um, you know, as, as Joe said, you can't legislate against stupidity. You can't legislate about commercialisation and profit, can you? No, I, when we were kids, yeah. I swear there was more than 11
0: biscuits in the packet of Tim Tams. Uh, don't you reckon? I have, a, I have a
1: vague memory that once there was perhaps 13, but I think that's just, I think that's just nostalgia. You might be just dreaming now. <laughs> I think I'm Dr- just dreaming. Like I'm dreams just dreams dreaming. I numbers. No, when Joe, back
2: Joe Joe, Larry and you know what we do? We need to run it past the old pub test. And, by oh. the way, where is the pub test pub? Oh, no, that's I, what I want to know. Yeah. Is it next fall? to the Pons mm. Institute? Mm. And we say, sniff it. <laughs> this to, doesn't no, And thanks doesn't for bringing
0: back caveat, <laughs>
1: caveat MTOR, which is yeah. next to Calista Flockhart chemistry. not enough house. Latin on morning television. <laughs> true, just not Larry,
2: <laughs> as opposed to caveat mdor
1: Emder. That's oh, that's a different that's thing. That's good. Ooh. That's my OnlyFans thing. We're going to we'll, we'll, we'll work Sooners. on that. We'll workshop that. But yeah. there's something there's something <laughs> Thanks in that. Guys, to but there is only eight. eight in, <laughs> there is only eight in a pack.
0: To have your on <laughs> today's topics, head to the morning show's Twitter page and use the hashtag TMS Seven.